and men behind the lower parts of the walls at the openings. And I sent people according to their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and I rose and I said to the nobles, to the leaders, to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord's great and awesome and fights for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your whole household. Come on, somebody. Amen. We need to understand that, church, that, that when we position ourselves in the place where God wants us, and when we use, amen, the Bible says, the household, the families, the sons, the daughters, everybody, the children, when you use all them, they make a difference. Somebody say a difference. They make a difference. And seeing that today, and when we are, everybody is positioned, everybody's in their place, you're seeing everything's being protected. The kids are being protected. The Sunday school's being protected. The nursery kids are being protected. Come on, somebody. All the teenagers, everybody is doing their part to cause the house of God to prosper, cause the house of God to grow. Someone say grow. To cause great things to happen. Right now, I want to call up Joseph. Come on, Joseph. Joseph's going to come up here really quick. Come on, Big Joe. Amen. I told him to share something really quick. Give me the mic. Amen. I told him to share a scripture in his heart. Amen. I've I, I seen Joseph grow as a young man, and, and I've I seen, seen a lot of things go in his life, and, and I know his pure heart and his good heart that God has in it, that God has touched his heart. And, and I know God has called him to do great things. We had a, a great talk the other day, and we just talked. And, and I know there's an anointing on him. And I told him, get ready. God has something great for you. And so when I walked in, I said, you know what? God wants to use you today to say something. So get ready to say something. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hey. And... I'm going to give a quick testimony real quick before I read the scripture. Um, well, I grew up in the church since I was born. I've been here 21 years. And it hasn't been easy like everybody thinks it would be because I've know, known God all my life. And I know what it is to pray, see people around me pray, and just tithe everything that pastor talks about. Um, growing up in the church, I felt like I was judged a little more in school, um, around sports, everything, because kids wouldn't want to talk to me the way they talk to other people. They wouldn't want to say things because, oh, he goes to church. But I took it as, oh, they're looking out for me. They don't want me hearing these things. They're respecting that I'm a Christian. So it was a little different growing up. Even in school, I wanted to be homeschooled for a, a little bit because I was just tired of hearing all the negative things. And uh, growing up in the church, it just made me realize that I needed to be at school so that people could see what God's doing in my life so that they could be touched by it and not just be at home, being away from them and not being able to speak to them. Not that I did, but they saw it through me, the light that God has put in me. And, um, yeah, and it took recently because, yeah, I've shied away from God not like where, so I just stopped going to church completely because I come twice a week, every week, since I was younger. Just keep on talking. Uh, oh. 
It's just that I felt blind when I come here, where maybe a year or two that I wasn't real. I was coming to church, but I wasn't really here. I was just in the in the seats, blinded and wanting to do more th- more stuff out in the world. Even though I saw my older brothers and sisters learn, well, I learned from my older brothers and sisters. So I've never done drugs. I've never drank. I've never cussed. I still come to church, but it took around two weeks ago where I felt like I wasn't doing anything in the church. Um, relationships in my family aren't 100%, and it's just really like tugging at my heart. And it took, last week I talked to Pastor Edgy, and I really let it all out. And I was asking God, I was praying, I've been reading my Bible a little more. And just asking him to give me a chance to do something more with my life for God. Because doing the bare minimum is not going to get me to heaven. And yeah, so I have a scripture real quick. It's 1 Corinthians 15, 58. So then, dear brothers and sisters, be firm. Do not be moved. Always be outstanding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. It's just like Pastor was talking about with God's arrows. We can't be moved, although everything around us is going to be tugging at us and not allowing us to get to the, the target that is set forth for us. But God has our back, and he gives us the strength to keep moving forward. And that's why I'm still here, because he gave me the strength. And uh, I just thank God. And thank you. You know... I want to tell you something. Come on, good job. Come on, give him a great clap. You, you gotta, you gotta understand something. You guys gotta understand something. I, I just told him right now. I didn't tell him a week ago, a month ago, and tell him a year ago. He wasn't preparing for it. Because when there's a call on a man's life, come on, when there's a call, a genuine call. A genuine call. He's not gonna he didn't tell me no, I can't. He's twenty one years old. He could have said, no, Pastor, no, no. He looked at me and says, okay. Got my Bible. Said, this is my Bible, bro. Where are you going with my Bible? <laughs> and he started opening and just started looking for a scripture. Because there's a word in his heart. Come on, somebody. There was a word in his heart. There was a word in his heart. And the same like all of us, there's a word in our heart. And God wants to use you, amen, to do it. God wants to use you. Come on. God wants to use you to build. God wants to use you to help. God wants you to make a difference. And you got to say, God, here I am, God. I don't care about my age. I don't care how, how young I am, how old I am. I don't matter my past. I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference. I want to help. I want to reach out. I want to touch people's lives. And that's what God is looking for. He's looking for people that arise. And that's the same way he did. Listen carefully. Here is Jesus. And, and Jesus is, is, is birth. And he, he gives his birth. And, and he's with his parents. And he's in the house of his parents and Joseph and Mary. And there he is growing. He's learning customs. He's, he's learning family things. He's learning things that they go through. And as he's growing and he's getting older. Someone say getting older. Getting older. He begins to find himself. And he finds out that God has something greater for his life. Church, I'm telling you, as you grow in the church, you should be finding out there's something greater for your life. Come on, somebody. You should be finding out there is something greater for your life. 
Jesus found out, amen, he found out there was something greater for his life. He had a personal say purpose. He had a purpose for his life. And he began to get a hold of God and he cried to his father. And all of a sudden, he begins to reach out to others. He begins, come on, somebody, to reach out to others. And the Bible says that he began to reach out to a bunch of men, amen, that were fishing. Amen, church. I'm, I'm telling you, if you have your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4. The Bible goes on and talks about how he, he, he goes through all the different things. And in chapter 17, excuse me, chapter 4, chapter 17 says, From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus walked by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, uh, come on, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brothers, casting it into the sea, for they were fishermen. And then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Come on, somebody. You got to understand that uh, Jesus uh, uh, went through, amen, of transitioning his life. Uh, he had got baptized. Uh, he all of a sudden he went through the wilderness. He went through his changes. But then all of a sudden he says, but I still got to do the will of my father. I still got to do, someone say more. I got to do more. Guess what he does? He begins to do more church. Oh, come on somebody. He begins to do more. He begins to reach out. And the Bible talks about he begins to reach different types of men. Different types of arrows. And that's what I want you to know today. God is in the business of reaching different types of arrows. Come on, it doesn't matter where our background is. Come on, it doesn't matter where we come from. It doesn't matter where we've been. Church, my thing to you today, are you willing to be used by God? Come on, are you willing to respond to the voice of God? Are you willing to say, God, here I am. God, I'm tired, God. I, I, I'm, I've been fishing, I'm fishing, I'm working, I'm doing all these things. All these men that Jesus called were workers. Jesus never dealt with lazy people. You don't hear me? Throughout the, throughout the Bible, God didn't call nobody lazy. He called all hard workers. You got, oh, you got to hear me, though. You, you, you got to hear me. You got you to hear what I'm saying. Sometimes we say, well, Pastor, I'm working. I'm work- I, I know you're working. And some of you, I thank God that you go to work and then you show up to church. Come on, somebody. You should give yourself a clap offering because I know how hard it is. It's hard for you. I do a lot of traveling. Last night, I got home like about 4.30 in the morning. I called some of the guys. We shot straight to Hanford. They had their, their first. We just had a summit. I just got back from, from Seattle. And after that, I just got back from Hawaii. I have not stopped. We've been going, 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 going. Come on, somebody. We've been going for the kingdom of God, for the things of God. We came and we tore everything out. We got ready for great things. And, and, and we, we took off at 4 in the morning. We, 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 excuse me, we took off and got back at 4 in the morning. Great things happened over there. God did something great. God spoke to the church. We came back. Come on, son, I'm telling you. And, and we got back, and, and I said, Lord, what do you want to do for Thursday? Because we've been praying for Thursday. He says, let them know that they've got kids in the back who love Jesus. Come on, somebody. you got arrows in the back that are growing that love Jesus. How many enjoy that? Come on, that, 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 was, that was tremendous. 
and, and, and the worship team that played tremendous. I'm telling you, God is beginning to do something, church. God is, God is doing something. God is moving some things. God is pushing some things. And I want to make sure that I'm in sync with God because I want to see God lift up some mighty warriors. Come on, somebody. God lift up some mighty things in the house. The way Jesus was, if Jesus could have said, oh, they're just fishermen, forget it, move on. He said, no, there's tax collectors I need to talk to. There's doctors I need to get a hold of. There's these roughnecks that I need to get a hold of. And he got all these men and these arrows that he put in his quiver turned the world upside down. Come on, somebody. They turned the world upside down. They went through some challenges. The Bible says that, that he empowered them. He talks about how he, he, they, they were anointed. They, began, they got anointed. They got, they got strengthened. They got built up. And from that point on, they began to take off and do greater things for God. I'm telling you, God wants us to do greater things for him. But we got to be willing to surrender to God. Come on, somebody. We got to be willing to surrender to God. We got to be willing to say, God, here I am. Got to be willing to say, God, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. And some of you right now, have been running. Some of you have been, you know, just getting by. And God say, no more. No more. Let's, let's, let's reach out. Look, it's summer, summer's coming. I think it's already here. Today was the last day, some of people's last day of school. Who, how many of the last day of school? Any kids here? I know Thursday, come on, some kids, they're like, yeah, my last day. Come on, amen. Come on, give them a clap off. And they're happy, last day. I think my kids were today's last day. Today's the last day too. And, and so a lot of these kids, it's their last day now, church. We have a lot of things set up. A lot of things are going to be taking place. And we want to keep them busy in the house of God. Let them know that God loves them, that Jesus loves them. Come on, somebody. And invest in their lives. Amen. I know there's a camp thing coming up. There's a camp thing coming up. And I told my daughter, I want my, I want my daughter to go to camp. I want them to go to camp. And I think it's with Bone Point, Park, my pastor's church. So I want them to go. I want them to go see other kids loving Jesus. Come on, somebody. Other kids that love Jesus. Other kids that are having a great time. Amen. But church, I, I want you guys to know that right now God is doing something. And I want us to take the time right now and I want us to pray. Someone say pray. pray. want us to pray. I, I want us to grab a hold right now of the altar. I want you to come up right now. I want you to come and find a place. We're going to pray right now. Because I'm telling you, God is birthing some things. Birthing some things. And, and I think that things are going to continue being broken. The worship team can make their way up here. The things are going to start being broken. It's going to be broken through the church. Through the church continues to pray. As the church continues to say, okay, I'm going I'm to let myself be used. I know, God, I have a word in my life. I know there's a word in my heart. I know there's a word in me. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved. It doesn't matter how long... Amen. It, it matters about your heart. This is a hard thing, church. It's always been a hard thing. Always. doesn't matter if you made a mistake or failed. I failed. I made mistakes. But my pastor said, Ed, you got a good heart. And it was because that good heart. And sometimes God's saying, I just, I just, I just want to use you, son, daughter. I just need your help, son and daughter. Let's make a difference. Let's change this world, son. This change is hurting people. Let's, let's make a difference. Oh, hallelujah. 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 
Come on, just begin to get a hold of God. Just want to just begin to pray. Want to just begin to pray. Whatever God put in your heart, I want us to pray right now. Some of you even have a word in your heart. Is it? I want to preach. God said, "Okay." I got to speak to me. I'm. All, I'm telling you, gotta listen. Gotta listen. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah, Lord. Shadaramaranda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Empty yourself out. Empty yourself out. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, we need your touch. Oh, we need your strength, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Father, we need you. 